You are listening to On the Road with your DOT guy, Brian Riker. Need help with the regulations? Thinking about starting your own trucking company? Or just think trucks are cool? Well, this is the place for you. I am your DOT guy, Brian Riker, and this week we're going to talk about the market conditions and the decline of motor carriers in today's trucking environment. I'm going to bring to you the perspective of 30 years in this industry and help you understand what is going on. We're looking at the get-rich-quick YouTube videos that have seemed to exploded over the last couple years. And this has led to a lot of people to enter the industry without a full understanding of the industry. We're going to break that all down in just a moment. But first, we'll be right back after this short break. You ever find yourself in a ditch in Dallas? Maybe busted brakes in Buffalo. When a breakdown occurs, and it will, what do you do? Searching for an available roadside mechanic, towing company, or tire service can quite frankly be a pain in the butt. Oh, you can search the internet for a provider, only to find out that they aren't open, available, or even still in business. Introducing Servicase.com. Servicase is a breakdown solution available to fleets and operators. Unlike outdated listing services, Servicase allows you to not only search for a provider, but to select and electronically dispatch the call without ever picking up the phone. You will even receive electronic status updates, providing the clearest indication of when you'll be back on the road. Give it a shot. It could be the best breakdown experience of your life. That's servicase.com. S-E-R-V-I-C-A-S-E dot com. Welcome back. I'm sure a lot of you are new to this industry, probably entered it within the last two or three years, and you're not sure what to do as you watch fuel prices spike and transportation rates stagnate, if not plunge. It's kind of a scary time to be a truck owner right now. It really is. I will admit that for the first time in a long time, I am very thankful that I don't operate trucks anymore. Even though I had what I say is the perfect operation with a niche market, my own direct customers, and hardly ever dealt with a broker, it still would be very tough to survive right now. We just came off of record growth with an unfathomable number of new entrants to the market. There was a period in time where Federal Motor Carrier were issuing six or 7,000 new authorities monthly on a pretty regular basis. Over the last three years, there's been 150,000 plus new trucking companies enter the market. And well, now that trend is changing. Revocations of trucking authorities reached a record high in May, hitting nearly 9,300. Now, that particular month, May of this year, those 9,300, 4,000 of them were from failure to file a process agent form, which means they were likely new entities that were 
just getting started and didn't understand what they're doing, or perhaps a trucking company that changes address and forgot that when you change your physical address, you have to file a new BOC3 for your process agent. Now, out of these 9,300 revocations, small fleets, those as little as one truck, so a single owner operator, comprise the bulk of these trucking companies that are shutting down. Now, this doesn't mean we're losing all that capacity in the industry because a lot of the small fleet owners simply are going to go back to driving for somebody else. And they'll likely be back in the market when the economy gets better. But really, what happened? Back in early 2020, retailers and manufacturers expected a long-term meltdown from the coronavirus, but that just did not happen. Our consumer demand grew like wildfire because we realized we could shop and live a comfortable life and have stuff brought to us at home. We realized that we don't necessarily have to go to the office to work anymore, and this led to a lot of people rethinking what they were doing for their career. This type of change in our norm changed trucking as well. So a lot of folks decided to enter the market as an owner-operator to help trucking quickly scale up to meet this demand. So what that meant was these new trucking fleets poured into the market and they were making top dollar. Rates were well above norm. And so from mid-2020 to today, there's been almost 200,000 new carriers entering the market with about 70% of them just being single truck owner operators. Prior to that, the highest record was 86,000 new carriers in a two-year period. And so I started thinking about this as it was beginning because I've been around. I survived the downturn of 2008 and 2009, and I was wondering how all these carriers were going to maintain brand new equipment, extremely high entry-level insurance. We're talking owner-operators paying twenty-five dollars and $30,000 for an insurance policy. And I wondered how they're going to survive this when the freight rate goes back to normal. We saw the spot market explode. That's the broker board work. It normally accounts for 10, maybe 20% of the overall trucking market because your large trucking companies have these long-term contracts with the major shippers. And the spot market is basically the leftovers. What they can't handle goes out on the broker boards, and then the independents pick it up. Well, when they couldn't keep up with the rapid spike in demand, spot market freight increased up to 50%. And that led to crazy spikes in freight rates. I mean, if we look at freight rates... um, as reported by Freight Waves, if we look at freight rates for 2021, we 
we see van load, dry van, nothing spectacular, nothing special. We see that at an average of 347 a mile over the entire year with peaks as high as 360 a mile. That is not normal. And that led to some unrealistic expectations in this industry. The contracted rates didn't climb or adjust at the same rate, which led to a big imbalance in the freight market. And again, it led to the availability of uh, the independent trucker to enter the market and have great money right from day one. I mean, when we look at the contract market, I was just talking about how the stuff the big carriers don't want ends up on the spot market. About 25% or 27% of all contract freight was getting rejected last spring. Even at the end of the year when freight slows down, the rejection rate was more than 20%. That's unusual. It's normally much lower than that, 6 or 7%. And so... Add in the diesel prices, and we have a perfect storm for a collapse. We're going to talk a bit about that in just a moment. We'll be right back after this message. Thank you for sticking around. This is your DOT guy, Brian Riker. Slow down. Slow down and move over. Move over. When you see signs. Lights. Vests. Please, give us some room. Slow down. Slow down and move over. When you need help. What's up, Ecosystem? This is Jay at ATI, the car shipping business channel. Catch more of your DOT guy, Brian Riker, on DOT Compliance every Wednesday at noon Central Time on YouTube, answering your questions live. Protect your CDL and improve your safety score because this country needs great drivers like you. Skipping the scale? Do not guess. In the long run, not good for business. Let Brian help you stay compliant with FMCSA trucking regulations and stay on the road. Welcome back. You are listening to On the Road with your DOT guy, Brian Riker. Before the break, we were setting up the backstory as to what happened that led us to where we are today. And now we're seeing 20, 30 cent per mile declines with the current dry van spot market rates down around 282 a mile for a national average. That's a big difference from 347. And we're watching our fuel costs spike. The hard part is the fuel costs have spiked so rapidly that we don't have a method to recover from that quickly. You may have accepted a load on Monday, and by the time you get across the country on Friday to deliver it, fuel had jumped up 10, 20 cents a gallon. And now that was your profit margin in that load, perhaps. With the owner-operators having trucks that don't necessarily get the same fuel economy as the large fleets, your fuel cost right now can be upwards of a dollar a mile. Your labor cost to pay yourself fairly, or if you have hired drivers, drivers are an expensive commodity right now, is upwards of a dollar a mile. 
So for that 82 cents on average that's left over in the dry van world, how do you cover everything else in your company and still make a profit? Because remember, your business needs to make a profit beyond what you pay yourself as the truck driver, even when you're an owner-operator. This is going to require you to look long and hard at where you're spending your money, how you're spending your money, even what lanes you run, what freight you accept, and when you replace your equipment, how you maintain your equipment. This all becomes important to surviving this market. I know in 2008, 2009, when everything fell apart, we had to cut off some long-term customers that just weren't quite profitable and weren't willing to adjust their rates. We had to extend out equipment purchase cycles, and we really had to double down on preventative maintenance because you no longer could afford the luxury of a roadside breakdown and paying 20 or 30% more for that tire at the side of the road than if you changed it in your own shop. And it almost seems counterintuitive to replace something before it's completely worn out on your vehicle. But that is almost always going to be less expensive than an unplanned emergency breakdown on the side of the road. So it's time to get very familiar with your fleet again and make sure that maintenance is being performed. You cannot skimp on maintenance and you cannot skimp on safety when you're facing economic hardship because both of those have the potential to cost you large sums of money or put you out of business. So please, reconsider what you're going to cut or adjust as a survival mechanism. We'll be right back after this short break. Starting a new trucking company and you don't know where to begin? Got a bad inspection at a roadside and not sure how it affects your safety score? Need help understanding the complex regulations that govern the trucking industry? Or not even sure you are a regulated trucking company? Fret no more and give the experts at Fleet Compliance Solutions the opportunity to help. With over 30 years in the transportation industry, our founder and chief compliance specialist, Brian Riker, has the expertise needed to provide real-world solutions to your fleet safety and compliance problems today. Not just a suit in an office, Brian still holds a valid Class A CDL and gets into the field often to stay current with the issues faced by truck drivers today. For more information, visit our website, yourdotguide.com, or email on air at yourdotguide.com. Welcome back. The soaring cost of doing business is just very burdensome. According to a report from the load board, truckstop.com, it is now 51% more expensive to run a trucking company in 2022 than it was last year. And the smaller carriers are more likely to shoulder that burden. The staggering cost of diesel is also awful, and the small fleets are struggling to keep up. Your large fleets buy at rack price as cost plus, so they know that their costs are only X number of cents a gallon above what the raw fuel costs. 
as an independent, we're paying marquee or retail price or pretty close to it because we don't have access to those type of discounts usually. This is where you need to look around for a trade association or another buying group that can help you leverage volume buying. There are several fuel programs out there, some administered from trade organizations, some administered from uh, fuel cards or even truck stop chains. Look around to see what works best for you. And don't forget, your equipment has become much more expensive. Cost of repairs are up nearly 9% over last year. The only light on the horizon is this contraction in the market. Auction rates have plummeted. Used truck prices at the auction are definitely cooling off from an all-time high. In May, model year 2020, used trucks fell 11% over what they were selling for in April. And the prices for model year 2019 trucks fell 15.9%. And so when spot rates were $4 a mile or more, no price was too high to add capacity. But now that the market is cooling off, you have to really think about what you're spending on your replacement trucks. The prices are still elevated. They really are because the market is still imbalanced on vehicle supply. But it's not terrible. So in conclusion, I want to just leave you with a few thoughts. Thank you for being here and trying your best to run your business. I know that this has to be a scary, scary, terrible time for a lot of you. Hard work and perseverance with some financial discipline should help you get through this. It is really important that you scrutinize every single expense, collect on every invoice that is due to you, and put money away. Because this is only the beginning of the rainy day. You will need some money to weather this storm. And there is no shame in trying and failing. A lot of great people throughout history failed over and over and over before they were successful. So if in this season of your life, you can't quite make your company go through, don't ride it all the way to the bottom until it becomes a fatal mistake and you've lost your home, maybe your marriage. You have to know when to throw the towel in as well. There is no shame in going back to work for someone. In 2008 and 2009, when we were struggling, I was still involved in the company, but I took an outside job managing a similar company halfway across the country because they were able to be successful where we were struggling. And so, well, I still owned my consulting company. And I still was a partner in a trucking company. I was working day to day as an operations manager and a training manager for what would have or could have been a competitor of mine had they been in the same state I was in. And I was actively operating their equipment, 
dealing with their customers, selling accounts so that they could get work while still worrying about my own company. And I did that for a full year until we were able to turn things around. And there is no shame in that. There is no shame in going back to work for somebody else or changing the direction your business is heading in. So again, I know this is a lot to discuss. This is a relatively short episode for what I normally do, but I felt this was important to get out to you. Thank you for listening. This has been On the Road with your DOT guy, Brian Riker. We welcome your comments and questions. You can leave a voicemail on the studio call-in line at 706-409-5603. That's 706-409-5603. Or email your comments to onair at yourdotguy.com. That's all one word, O-N-A-I-R, at yourdotguy.com. Y-O-U-R-D-O-T-G-U-I. Thank you for listening, and please remember to give us a five-star rating and share this episode with your friends to help build our audience and make us an easier-to-find resource on your favorite podcasting platform.